Hello and welcome to episode number four of Empower Podcast Season 3. I'm Michael Abney and I am one of your hosts of this amazing podcast and I'm joined today with... Marilyn Egan. I am the co-host of this show. Yeah, we're both co-hosts. Hosts. Yes, yes. The terms get confused, but we're here and we have... We have Jeannie Gillum with us today. She is a fabulous friend, an amazing channel... And I feel like she has an incredible story and and really great information to share with us today. So Jeannie, yes. um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. And how you got started. Okay, so first of all, to describe what I do, I would say I'm an intuitive and an empath, and that I kind of act as a receiver, I would say, mm-hmm. for information. Yes. Um, I don't consider, I, technically I channel as though, you know, I am the vessel that it travels through. Yeah. But I don't go out of my body. No one speaks through me, through my voice, anything yes. like that. Um, I connect primarily to guides, um, sometimes to loved ones who have crossed, sometimes to animals that have crossed if there was a close connection, and that's always fun. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes ascended masters of different sorts will come in. I've had um, this beautiful Mother Mary energy, but it encompasses all of the sacred feminine, I've found. So it speaks to things that would be associated with Mary Magdalene, to Kuan Yin, to Mother Mary. And it's just this beautiful, beautiful feminine loving energy that has come in to, to give specific messages for people. I love that. I love that. And that's what makes you unique. You, it comes through your guides. Correct. And that's really funny. I didn't know about your divine feminine connection either because that's how I always connect. I even named this divine feminine nobility. Wow. So, but it's the same group of goddesses or wow. that you were just naming. So, wow. um, so interesting, yes. Yeah, so. that happened. Um, I have a daughter, Mackenzie, who yeah. is a chiropractor and has been on the same kind of spiritual journey that I have been. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. Mac- you know Mackenzie. You know Mackenzie. She's been on our podcast. She's she was, one of my three daughters. Uh, she was on episode or season one when we talked about yes. the nutrition. Yes. On six was, and seven. Yeah. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> See, it's all connected. There we go. Yeah. We there's are. a lot of okay, connection. Okay. This is so cool. Yeah. And I Marilyn has um, been the person that taught us our Reiki. Myself. Yeah. Mackenzie yeah. and Reagan are all Reiki masters through Marilyn. Aww. So, yeah, so it's a wonderful. We, Marilyn's it just is. so amazing. I just love connecting to the tribe. Like this it is. is so it cool. is a tribe. Hello. It is. Hello. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. So. <laughs> Yay. So, yeah, what was I talking? Oh, Mackenzie had started a sacred moms group at the mm-hmm. um, the metaphysical church that we were attending. And it, I would go and sort of be the crone in the group, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I kind of mothered the mothers when, when I would attend. And um, that was when, it was when I was getting a reading for one of the young moms in the group that the sacred feminine energy came through and spoke to her. And it was magnificent to channel that, to feel that presence, to feel that unconditional love, to 
you know, ha- to experience that even for a moment while I was receiving the message. It was it was amazing. That is it, so It was powerful. beautiful. I felt so honored to yes. even have that connection for a short amount of time. It, yeah, it's very powerful. It is. It is. Now, from when I talk to you and mm-hmm. we talk about this, it feels like um, this really started for you as a child. You may not have realized it was happening as a child or when you were very young anyway, but can you tell us a little bit more about that and how you got started? Yeah, I'll try to keep that condensed. Okay, <laughs> um, that's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I had, um, I was a child in a large family in a tiny little town. Um, the whole area was very impoverished. It had been like a farming and mining community and the mines had long since gone. And so a little bit of a tough childhood in, in many ways. There was a lot of love, a lot of light, but there was some real darkness as well. And um, what I found was that um, unknowingly, I had connected to my guides during the times of darkness when I felt particularly threatened. I would um, go to what I thought was my safe space, is what I thought of it as a child, now I go and realize that I was meditating and going into my heart chakra. And when I would go there, I would just be filled with this beautiful connection of unconditional love and this reassurance that no matter what happened to my body, no matter what happened to my mind, no matter what happened in my life that was beyond my control or how I was injured or traumatized, I would never be touched, that I, what I had at the core was sacred, and that I would always be protected. And I think it helped me get through my difficult childhood very much intact. I think it was quite a blessing, and, um, and I, I didn't realize what it was, except that I knew it was a safe space, um, it was what I, what I considered it. That is incredible. Yeah. And what a gift that you were able to feel that and know that. Yeah, 100%. That I knew. I knew I was protected. What a huge blessing. It was. It was. Um, because most of the avenues that a child considers safe were relatively unsafe for me. And so the normal things that you would turn to... I didn't feel comfortable doing that or had had bad experiences when I did. So wow. so this was just beautiful and complete protection. I knew I was protected. And, yeah, I moved through life feeling that. It was later as an adult that um, I was actually in therapy in my 30s, and I would journal to kind of help remember, recall things, work through things. And my therapist would read the entries and she noticed that every so often there would be a paragraph or a page that came from a higher place that spoke Mm -hmm. on a different level that spoke about peace and love and very spiritual things what not particular to my childhood but just about how we are all connected with love how um, we're never alone how the soul is eternal and has a connection to God at all times, in all places. And she said, you know, this is coming from somewhere else. And she wasn't a particularly spiritual person (laughs) at the time. So we just kind of filed it away, and she kind of did the 
psychology lingo at the time and said, you know, I think that's your helper self, I think is what they termed it, that we yeah. each have a higher self. I think that psych was calling it that at the time. Um, but interestingly, later on, that same therapist went through a complete spiritual transition um, <laughs> and has, she spent the last 20 years on a spiritual quest and um, we speak all the time now and she has um, helped me work with my guides. They do readings for her um, and she's kind of one of those people that gave me the bravery to expand and start doing this for other people, not just my family to talk to the guides about them. So. That's really so, great. That's an incredible like, yeah. sacred contract that the two of you had to it help is. each other. It, 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 that's exactly how we see it. Because, you know, in many ways, I felt like she rescued me and saved my life because she was exactly the therapist I needed that specialized in my type of childhood. And, um, and now I've been able to go full circle with her and... Um, really guide her through some big changes in her life through the connection to the guides. Um, not me, myself, personally, but, you know, but working through you. the guides. Do you the connect conduit. with your guides? Or I do connect, you connect with other I, people's guides? Both. 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 If I have permission. Okay. I Sitting here, I can't just randomly choose to access Michael's guides. If you would ask me to do that, or someone would ask me on your behalf so that your permission was implied with yeah. that, then I can get access to your guides and they'll speak. So, well, I've access <laughs> on our last <laughs> podcast. Holy crap. Like, seriously. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's yeah. just what happened. But, like, I so I feel so much love right now. Like, yes. Like, you feel love when Jeannie's in the room. I oh, do, thank you. but I'm even <laughs> more open to like yes. the listening to your story and how when you were a kid and it relates so yes. much of that reflects in my own life about mm -hmm. my grandmother and that upbringing and it wasn't the best and but how that somehow was perfect ground for me mm -hmm. to become who I am today and beyond. Hundred percent. And be here now exactly. for what's happening on the planet you know exactly. like i know yes. that's why i know that's why you're here and i know that's I why we're here that. Yes. you know our whole that. podcast is really under the umbrella of living life consciously correct and it's so many aspects are underneath mm -hmm. that umbrella and that's what we're we're showcasing and right. but that umbrella is about love and living in a loving way loving ourselves, yeah. loving others and awakening that love all around the world is really our ultimate exactly. umbrella. So right, yeah, yeah. So I've heard it referred to as like <clears throat> unity consciousness, yeah. which yeah. I think is a very descriptive term. Yes, and to me, it just feels like very heart-centered, unconditional love that we base our actions more in compassion rather than competition. Right. Um, yeah, that there, there's just a different emphasis. Um, yes where it's all about connecting to each other rather than how are we different and what do I need? It's what's best for all of us here. What what yeah. will advance us as a society, as a planet? The highest you know, good of all. The highest good of all. Yeah. Do you Absolutely. get specific information when you ask that? I, I can. I do. I've gotten um, information about things on a global scale and 
Um, I'm gonna ask Marilyn. Marilyn, what do you think like best highest use of today would be and for value? Like, because yeah. Okay. Well, let's ask you what feels right to you. Would you like to? tap into like a reading of one of us or tap into a reading of the globe <laughs> could you would you like to tap into a reading for me um see if it feels right or whatever feels okay let me i'll ask them if okay that's it. Yes, <laughs> yes. i'm usually open to whatever you ask me to do yeah we could do that okay yeah do what um, if you want, do you want me to do a reading? Yeah. Okay. That would be fabulous. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let me put both feet on the floor here. And if you want to, are you going to ask me something specific or? Do you need me to? Um, sometimes it's helpful. And, you know, my, my idea about that, my concept is that if I just go to the guides and open the door to get information on Marilyn, then anything about you can, can come, come through. Yes. If they know what you might want to focus on, then it's almost like they know where to go in the library. They know what book to pull off the shelf or what you yes. know where to go with that. that and so it can awesome. be a little bit, yeah, more directed. I would really like to ask more about my okay. my trajectory in my career. Okay. In my work. Okay. Where is it going? Are you asking? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let me see what they have to say. Well, first of all, they're smiling and laughing, <laughs> <laughs> which seems appropriate somehow with you. Yes. Because you always giggle. Um, and they're saying your trajectory is clear. Um, there's a sense that you know where it is you're wanting to go, Marilyn. That you have a really, really good idea what where you're thinking of something. Well, I am. But it may be a stretch. That's that's what I'm getting. That it, you're feeling like it's a stretch. Yes. Well, that we've been talking about how the podcast can be bigger and be really. A, the biggest part of my work, but I also want to keep the peace place woven into it in some way too. So, which is a lot, okay. but I feel like it can be done. But yeah, it could be a stretch in in my human body. <laughs> They're saying the peace place will peace place will transition, and there's a sense of community stepping forward that you've built this community base there and that it's almost like I see the energy swirling through all around you and all around the peace place. So it lifts you up and keeps that going so that you can move off in this new direction. Not that you leave the peace place because it, it, it carries your energy and it is so much about you, but there's a sense of others coming in possibly is what I'm getting. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. And then this other piece of moving forward.
they're saying podcasts are just the beginning. And then it's almost like a sense of them like shaking their heads and going, Marilyn, you know what you want to do. Okay. You know what it is you want to do. Um, let me see if they'll, get, they'll talk more specifically. They're saying something about tenfold. Okay. That something will happen tenfold with you. Okay. Does this mean like stage life? Oh, let me ask. They're saying a larger crowd, larger audience, more reception. They're using the word reception. So I'm. A global community? Um, let me see. That's. I would say yes. They're saying yes. And, and there's a sense of it not so much in person on stage, but more. I mean, I'm not going to, I would say online or something where you have, people have broad access to you would be available. Okay. Yeah, if that's where you want to take this, that it's moving in that direction, if that's where you'd like to go. Okay. Could we be traveling with it too? Oh. They said yes, of course. Of course. Yes, of and course. they said you love to travel. <laughs> I do like to travel. Yeah. Yes, of course yeah. you love to travel. Yeah. Okay. So I can keep the peace place going and travel and do what we want to do, connecting with people all over the world. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you Is that your desire to do? I think so. I okay. mean, okay. I mean, I feel really drawn to go to bigger areas and bigger, okay. bigger space. And if you can travel with your work, why not? Okay. Okay. Globally? Yeah. Because I don't know if you saw like my left hand, yes. there was a sense of expansiveness. They were like drawing out, showing me the energy. It's just like getting bigger and bigger. Um, and, and so that would fit with these grander plans that you have but again there was also that sense of this just very comfortable comforting energy swirling around the peace place so that it will always be protected and taken care of and the community is going to support that um oh good yeah let's keep that hearing. going yes. yeah it's been really important for a lot of us it's, yes. it's a very sacred space for it is. so many thank of us. You. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is. It is. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. That you're welcome. Good. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. And and the usual way that, like, my process is a little bit different probably in how I do readings. Um, a lot of times I will speak to a person and um, just get a little feel for what they want and then I withdraw and meditate and connect to the guides and just allow myself to be open. And basically I sit and scribble with whatever they're telling me, wherever it goes. And um, sometimes I'll get guides that um, are more day-to-day -day type guides and other guides will come in that see things from a higher um, vantage mm -hmm. point and they'll speak more big picture. and. Um, I know I showed you one of my scribble notebooks yes. and my handwriting will even shift um, with 
the type of guide that comes in, whether it's closer to my own handwriting or it's very flowing. The higher guides, it, it's a very flowing, beautiful kind of script that comes through, just like the ideas. I think it's very representative of their ideas. Yeah. So. I know what I saw was pretty amazing. Oh, thank uh, you. And, and I could tell. It's like, okay, yes, that one was very flowy and very high. And then another one was very close, mm-hmm. close writing, where it was, um, you could tell it was obviously a different kind of guide. Correct. Yeah. And um, I find that very interesting. And I know you have steps that you go through because I know how specific and thorough that you want to be. I do. I do. I I think that um I think that we all have access to mm-hmm. these types yeah. of connections mm-hmm. and that um we've just forgotten. You know, a lot of us have have just mm-hmm. forgotten. And so it's a matter of opening that and and being open to that access and slowing our pace down from our everyday life so that you can feel fully connected and, and hear what's being said to you or, or experience what's being given to you. So um, in general, I do like an opening prayer where I start with gratitude always for all of the gifts seen and unseen because I think that's a very important yes. aspect mm-hmm. of opening the connection. And then I ask to be surrounded with um, white love and light um, protected and filled with love and light. Um, I ask that my mind and body uh, be cleared of any negative fear-based energy, any um, biases or filters that might color the way I see, um, just that those be suspended while I'm doing this connection. Um, and then I align myself with only those of the divine white light is yes. the way I perceive it. Um, because I do believe that um, just because you've crossed over doesn't mean you're completely enlightened. I believe that we continue to learn. Our soul mm-hmm. continues to learn too. and grow on the other side. Yeah. And so when I don't necessarily want to be open to just any loved ones who have crossed. So if I were doing a reading for you, I would ask that the loved ones who um, can speak to the highest and greatest good of this person, please step forward as well. And then okay. otherwise I'm working with, um, in the divine light, it would be angels, you know, what Catholics would consider saints, ascended masters, guides, spirit guides, some that have incarnated, some that haven't, is, is my perception of yeah. what happens and what I get. Um, and then... Um, I just open myself and ask that, again, love and light be my guide or that I be a clear and perfect channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wait. And the big thing for me is just getting out of the way. Yes. Um, that's what I, I just need to show up and open up and, and do it with a willing heart and an intention to help. Mm-hmm. And then I open myself up to see what comes through and... Um, and, and I see my job as sort of the recorder, the translator. I will get um, impressions. I will get pages of, of um, material. Um, sometimes it's very, like I said, global. Sometimes it's very um, 
life purpose related. Sometimes it's very, very specific down to this person needs to be on this medication and they'll tell me the medication or something to that, you know, so it can be that too. Um, and I, I will just take down the the message that I'm getting and if the individual has specific questions I'll ask those to the guides they may or may not answer sometimes they'll give me what the person needs not what they asked for mm -hmm. um, yeah and sometimes I can there's a different feeling I'll get when the guides are not answering because it's not appropriate to answer that that's yes. part of that person's life lesson and there's a really different feel to that um, the way I experience that it they just go very quiet and still and then I'll say I, I don't have access to that yet or this person is not supposed to have and they'll let me know that you know that that is the case and yeah. then I know not to pursue it um, I think so that's it's a very powerful message too just it in, is in that yeah. fact that this is part of what you are supposed to learn by the other information that you've received. Right, or right. You're supposed to get the answer to that question. Right, or, or, or this is your journey. Well, yes. even, to even, that, yeah. even that is beneficial. Yes. Just okay. knowing that that is a is part of it takes mm -hmm. the overwhelm out of it. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 So then, yeah, so then I just try to be very clear and... Um, yeah. And always in integrity. I try to be careful with my wording um, because the guides that I work with, they'll have certain words that I'll, I've come to recognize that we don't normally use today yes. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like they'll say uh, something, somebody's using a device to do this. And they don't mean a machine necessarily. It could be, but a device to them is any kind of structure or um, process or you know uh, kind of mm -hmm. checklist you go through it doesn't mean that it's a physical device necessarily like we would say tool we where we journaling might say, can be a tool right or right. a hammer can be a tool right or even <laughs> like a mathematical formula a mathematical could formula. be a, for, a device mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. A, okay. a, a behavior could be a device if it's something you do routinely yeah. so you know I'll have them try to when I get that word I'll try to elaborate yeah um, but yeah. So on a daily basis, mm -hmm. do you um, just tap into things going on in the world, things that are beneficial for you or your family members to know, or where do you where do you go with that? How do you ask that question? I've asked it in every kind of way. I think <laughs> <laughs> over the last several years, um, sometimes it's almost overwhelming. Um, the answers that I'll get and um, like I said they they the guides will at times speak about global things not so much politics but um, trends they've I, I was looking through some of my, some of my old journals and back in 2012 they were talking about the shift in energy and they didn't call it an awakening but that's what they described they talked about the veils thinning and lifting. Um, they talked about how um, December 20, was it 21st, First, 2012, yeah. would not be an ending, but that there, there wouldn't be a f huge physical shift on the planet, but there was going to be a huge energetic shift. shift. 
and that we would be feeling that in waves and waves and waves. Um, <laughs> Which we are. That's we accurate. are, for sure. Yeah, yeah it, was very, it was really accurate. It was almost eerie to go back and, yeah. and look. And they, they mentioned some trends that, um, you know, we're seeing now, some of the darker things that are being exposed, which they weren't really coming out at that point. Um, yeah. You know, s- some of the things, um, like, I would say Jeffrey Epstein would fall into some of this category. Categories. They talked about um, normalizing sexual perversions would become something that was happening, that would be a trend. Yeah. And, um, and, and there was a sense that as the veil lifts and the light shines, everything's revealed. So the beautiful things are revealed, our right beautiful along. connections, but you also see these other things that can be really, really difficult for us as humans to yeah. incorporate. So Yeah. And so did they continue to give you a message that stay in, you know, your spiritual body, stay connected to Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They said it's not I asked is the key to um moving through this difficult time is it staying in love is it and they said well that's part of it but they also said that as humans we have to fight for what's rightfully ours and fight for the truth to be revealed to us and to whether it's to our leaders or our media or whatever that um that that's part of it too is standing up for our birthright that we are entitled to know our own history to know our own spirituality to be free to feel the connections that we feel um and to fully express exactly express Express. yeah for sure so it's almost like a boundary say more about that whether when you were saying that because fight to me is you know, like resisting. Yeah, no, I don't, I didn't perceive it. Maybe that's not the right word, but it was more about claiming. Claiming, claiming. Yes. Yes. That was it. Like a stand. Exactly. You can talk about all this that you want to, but you're not taking away my understanding of how energy works and my ability to share it with other people so that they know how it works. Yes. So that your, whatever you think you're doing, no longer works. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Next. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm feeling yeah. that like on a yeah. level that I've never yeah. felt before. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's okay because there was a time when I knew to keep my head down. Yeah. Right. I understand that. Yes. Yeah. And well, and I mean, I'm not like that now. Right. And not only in that area of life, but in the energy work world, yeah. we had to not be so forward then too. It took time. Oh, for sure. For us to come out and, and say, we're all coming out of the closet. And that's a funny story. Yes. <laughs> we had that. The dual closets at our house. Yeah. Um, and it became a, a joke between Reagan and I. Um, oh, yeah. Who my youngest daughter is married to a woman. And um, my husband, her dad, was not aware that she had that type of attraction at the time. And not, I mean, this is before she got married, when she first had met Liz, yes. yeah, the, the gal that she married. And um, so he was unaware, and he was also <laughs> unaware that I was doing anything to do with psychic activity or channeling or, and I was, 
you know, sneaking, not sneaking, but I'd go up to my little office upstairs and do readings for people. And I was afraid he's a very practical man. He's a very kind, loving man, but he's mm-hmm. very grounded in the here and now practical world. And so um, Reagan and I were <laughs> joking over which one is going to come out first. Yeah. And actually it was her. <laughs> so she was braver than I was. Yeah. Oh, it's yay. free coming out of the closet. It is, and he handled both beautifully. Yeah, but I mean, absolutely beautifully. Yes, so yes. we sh- needn't have worried. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so great that There's he a, that he was well, open and yeah. it is, it is. Yes. And again, I think if you lead with love, right, yeah. then you don't have a problem because I love my daughter, and yes, I, I have no problem with who she chooses to love or be with. Even if I did, why would that affect me? Exactly. It doesn't affect the or way anyone. she feels about me. Well, that's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, that is, you just I don't want to know about any just, of my children's, you know, sex you lives. Personally, yeah. I want them to be happy and whole and love, to be in a respectful right. type of relationship. And I couldn't ask and for a better partner a, yes. for my daughter. She is fabulous. Yeah. I know they're a great couple. They, they are a great yeah. couple. They are a great couple. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, every well, mother's dream. Here's the flying right? out of all the closets. There yes, we go. No, all yeah. of us. Yes. All it's of us. like step into your power and own it's who you authentic. are. You can't authentic, be authentic if you're hiding. You cannot. Yes. And exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yay to you for yeah. Why not? Oh, thank you. You too. <laughs> yeah. I did. I have a, I have a lot of experience in that area. There you go. <laughs> I flew out of a few closets in my life. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the right place so to cool. be. So out oh. in the light. So yeah. So I have one question before we wrap up today. Um, how could somebody listening to this um, start to, you know, not not we all are channels in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. Like, yes. So, but it may not be to the level that you are or somebody else, but like, how can somebody feel? I think it's powerful to feel connected. I do too. And and know and have that knowing that you're connected. So somebody that feels lost mm-hmm. or is listening to this, that may be unsure, anxious, even mm-hmm. about the conversation, like what would be some steps that you think that they could take on a, on the daily or whatever to start to begin to connect? Is there something that you are practice or just from your perspective? That's a really good question. Um, one that I hadn't thought through beforehand. To me, the, the first thing is to slow down, to slow your movement, to slow your thoughts, to be fully present in where you are and who you are. Um, I think that when you do that, some people become very uncomfortable because their um, wounds, their traumas are there. And when you become still, you have to experience that. And that can be very, very painful. And so to me, you embrace the trauma, embrace what that was. You own that too, that that's a huge, huge piece. And along with whatever the trauma is in your life, because we all have had traumas, everyone does. it's not getting stuck in the recognition of, oh, I was abused in this way, or oh, I had this problem, or this happened to me. That's step one. That's just the identification process. Then you, you have to kind of lean into it and look at um, what did that do to me and how did I react? And go back to yourself 
the self that you were at that point and love that self and love the person that withstood that trauma, that made the best choices they could make at the time, time. that survived it. And forgive yourself for doing something that you wouldn't do today because today is a different time. Today is a different space. You're a different person. So you have to extend your love and I mean absolute gratitude, and I mean in a real heartfelt sense, to where you're really thinking about that. Think about yourself as a child or as a young adult mm-hmm. or what, whatever the case is, and have compassion and love for that person that was faced with a major struggle of some sort, yes. did the absolute best that they could, and whatever that choice was, it's brought you to today. And right. so you have to be grateful that that person who you were has brought you forward to this moment and if you survived it that was the one thing I always remember if I survived it as a child I certainly can process it as an adult I certainly can face it and 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 incorporate it and love myself enough to say you can let go of that now you can let go of that behavior that served you so well back then whether you had to escape through drugs or alcohol or whatever Whatever it was. was to make that go away, and you don't have it. to anymore. Yeah, you and bridge, bridge to now yeah. and understand that that was adaptive then. And it's the not adaptive now, you know? So yeah. if somebody does that, which mm-hmm. is amazing advice and amazing words, but if they can do that with themselves, that mm-hmm. also will automatically give them the ability to see that in others absolutely. and not be so yes. judgmental and oh absolutely well, it did me for sure support absolutely. others yeah yeah support it really others. does yeah, yeah. that's Compassion a huge key a huge because we try key. to hide that stuff we do we so do. it's another element of coming out of the closet yeah it really is it, and again it brings you back to that unity and that heart humanist. connection we're all human. humanists what do we have in common and we have this in common yes. and once you can feel that love you can release it you can release i mean not that yeah. Um, patterns are hard to break, but I That's think a, a huge part of being stuck is not forgiving yourself, not accepting your, and not honoring yourself yeah. for having been there and lived yes. through something so difficult and, and giving me the opportunity to be here today to right. choose what I want to do. And, and now maybe I'll choose differently if I have different options, yeah. if I have more control. Yeah. So. And you are the perfect example of you survived then, and you're in. You bridged over to, to thrive, because you do thrive well, in you. everything yeah. you do. Thank you. Thank I was gonna you. say yeah. the same thing. And that's, but I that's think what you can share with people. That that is. I mean, and that teach. People. That's what we can do. Yes. I mean, we as humans can do that. Yeah. That's yeah. What we did today. Yeah. Yay. So thank good. you, Jeannie. Oh, thank yes. you so, so much. You. It's so great. Yay. Thank you for having me. We could talk all afternoon. We could. There's <laughs> so is... many little <laughs> ways we could go with this. So. Yeah. yeah. But that is so great. And I um, I thank you for being here and telling us your story well, and showing you us how me. you utilize this in your work now. Yeah. And um, And what a gift you are bringing because you are also opening up a place where more energy workers are going to be with you. Just a really quick, quick oh, thing of what you're doing right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the process. I just purchased a building in Old St. Charles, and we're opening a healing center there. It will be called Touchstone Healing Arts. Yay! Yay, and Touchstone is one of the words my guides have used to speak to um, someone or something that you go back to 
to um, kind of check in and find your way. When you've lost your yeah. way, you go back there. Touchdown. And yeah, yeah, somebody that is like a way shower, but in a in a more way of holding space. You know, it doesn't have to be an active, but yeah. it, it's something that provides that safety, that nurturing, yeah. that space. And connection. And connection, yeah. 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 yeah, so that's what we're hoping. Well, we will put that information in the description box below. Thank and you. And if you guys Thank have you. listening have any questions um, for any of us, please leave it in um, the comment below. And like and share this podcast if it it made a difference for you. And um, just, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Thank you for inviting me. Providing value to our listeners. We appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And we will see See you you on the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye.